KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. Yo! What a crazy night. What a crazy day. There's snow on the ground. There was basketball being played. Twitter is ablaze with trade talk because as everybody knows that likes basketball and that is especially listening to the First Take uh, franchise Thunder postgame show. Tomorrow is the trade deadline. We're going to get to all that in just a minute because we do have to talk about the game. That is the reason why we are here. Madison Morris. I am with Madison Morris. Hello. I am Brady Trantham. Back in studio is one, the only, Mr. Matt Burton. Yo. And we are live at Flint Restaurant beneath the Cold Court Hotel, downtown Oklahoma City. It is starting to fill up already, like right around the fourth quarter. Madison and I have been here since about the second quarter, and it's filling up. So if you guys are wanting a warm place to get some great food and some great drinks to celebrate a Thunder win, and maybe kiss Danilo Gallinari goodbye. Oh, Brady, (laughs) why did you have to go there? I'm just kidding. We will will get there in a minute. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, yeah, come to Flint. Come say hi to us. Come have fun. Get your fill. We're all going to have fun. But, yes, the Thunder defeat. The Cleveland Cavaliers, and this isn't your uncle's Cleveland Cavaliers. This isn't Larry Nance Sr. This is Larry Nance <laughs> Jr. No LeBron James. This is the Colin Sexton cast, but Kevin Love remains. 109 to 103, the Thunder take the victory. It was a sloppy defensive game for Oklahoma City. The Thunder had every intention of giving this game away, Madison, mm-hmm. but they would turn it on at random points defensively. They um, Certain players would hit shots. Shea Gillis-Alexander would hit shots. Dennis Schroeder, the player of the game on the broadcast uh, mm-hmm. with FSOK, but uh, definitely a game that the Thunder, you could see that you could see a reason why they might play this a little sloppy. They've had a four days off since their last game, that road win against Phoenix on Saturday night. Uh, they finally had two days of practice. They haven't practiced pretty much all season. Right, yeah. And, you know, a little bit of rust here and there, but overall, it's a win, but sloppy. It's a win, and I know that they're going to probably say, you know, a win's a win, we're going to take this, we're going to just go forward with it because they have another game coming up on Friday against the Pistons. Yeah, that's something to zero in on. However, I agree with you, Brady. This was sloppy. It did not look good. Um, It just, I don't know, it was just a bad showing of the Thunder tonight. But obviously they've been out for four days. Even after that last game they had, Shea Gilgis-Alexander said, you know, I'm not even touching a basketball for two days. And it showed tonight. You know, it was just bad shooting. It was just bad defensive efforts. Obviously, I mean, they didn't shoot terribly, but it just... It wasn't the kind of showing that I think Thunder fans were hoping for playing a Cleveland Cavaliers team made up of Kevin Love and Colin Sexton and Seti Osman, or Jetty, actually, that's what I learned uh, today. We all learned things today. Yeah, we learned a lot of stuff today, and I learned that it was actually pronounced Jetty, so interesting. But, yeah, it was just, it wasn't the best showing from the Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought that they, uh, they put up a valiant effort there at the end, but obviously... Cleveland was just just hitting a lot of timely shots. They were they just looked a lot better prepared than the Thunder did. And you know what? Obviously, they're a bad team. That's what we've been talking about all the way leading up into this game. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a win's a win. The Thunder are going to take this one. They're going to have to focus on Friday. But if they're going to continue playing like this, I see Friday being a potential challenge as well. Now, like the, the story of this game could have potentially been because up until about the midpoint of the third quarter, the Thunder were surrendering 12 of 24 from the three-point line. It was a lot of bad, bad closeouts, just kind of just lazy defense on the perimeter, and maybe just a little bit of disrespect from the Thunder to the Cavs, just going like, "Well, they're not going to hit this shot. They're not going to hit that shot." 
the fear is like the Cavs just keep going. And like I said, this was midway through the third quarter where the Cavs were shooting damn near 50% from the three-point line on some pretty good attempts. They finished the game 15 of 38. So, of course, the defense got much better as the game wore along. The clutch Oklahoma City Thunder came to town late in the fourth quarter. And I'll give a shout-out to Royce Young from ESPN. He uh, tweeted this out. Uh, Colin Sexton hit a three to put the Cavs up one with about 313 left. And pretty much just talked trash to uh, Dennis Schroeder. And Schroeder just looked at him and said, um, are you talking to me? And after that point, Oklahoma City outscored Cleveland 12-5. to Put the game away, of course. I'm, gonna, I'm going to highlight uh, Shea Gillis-Alexander's uh, defense. There were two possessions that he absolutely erased, ca- easy Cavs buckets. And he was able to hit a timely shot late. Dennis Schroeder, of course, took the Thunder home with free throws and a jump shot. Steven Adams, clutch free throws. Who would have thunk it? Hey, I mean, good for Steven Adams. He didn't have the best showing tonight. He was only 2 of 5 shooting, finished with 6 points. He played 30 minutes, but, you know, he grabbed 8 rebounds. Uh, 7 of them were defensive. He only had 1 offensive rebound, which, you know, that's fine. But, I mean, if you're going to have those second chance points, it's going to be pretty crucial to get those. Steven Adams, not the best showing, but if he's going to come in clutch there at the very end, then, I mean, what more could you ask for from the big man? He's a good he's a good guy that if you're, you're like, relying on someone at the very end and he's going to be able to take those shots, then by all means, Steven Adams, thank you for that uh mr burton on a scale of one to 12 how angry on a wednesday night would you have been if oklahoma city dropped this one to the cleveland cavaliers uh i would have been a solid 11 solid 11 out of 12 um this this honestly felt like a game that they would have lost last year to be honest because they oh no no question exactly the the russell westbrook paul george team does not take this Cavs team seriously (laughs) at all no and it was it was good to see tonight i mean dennis coming in and scoring 30 I mean, the guy, every time I looked up between, you know, scrolling through Twitter, trying to see the latest on the trade news, um, every time I looked up, Dennis Schroeder was hitting an open shot. And uh, it, it just, in earlier today, you saw that the Lakers tried to trade for Dennis Schroeder, but the price tag was hefty. And you can see why. You can As see why. Be. He is leading. He is the leader in the clubhouse right now for six man of the year, in my opinion. For sure. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder finishes tonight 30 points, 10 of 17 from the floor, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. And he hit a big-time corner 3 to put the Thunder up 6 before the Cavaliers hit a 3 to make it a, things a little bit interesting. And then Dennis Schroeder, who apparently loves drama, got sent to the foul line <laughs> to put the Thunder potentially up 5, missed the first one. Everybody got a little nervous. There were still 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter at this point. Sinks the, um, the second foul shot to put the Thunder up 4, mm-hmm. and that was just enough, but... Um, I guess this would be kind of a good segue into the Thunder player of the game because it's clearly one guy. Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. And I say it's clearly one guy, Madison, but I'm going to go shake it with Alexander. <laughs> because I, I just want to I want to be unique. I want to stick out. Hey, do it. You go know for me. it. It's Some, fine. Sometimes I wear pink. <laughs> 23 points for Shea Gillis-Alexander, 9 of 17 from the floor, 10 rebounds. This was a good little return to form game for Shea because you go back to the uh, Monday night loss um, last week to the Dallas Mavericks, the game where Chris Paul didn't play. Shea was awful from the floor. He was 5 of 20 or 5 of 25 from the floor. He was awful. Right. And he wasn't that bad for their next three games. But his shot making was really limited, and he was doing a lot of other things. Yes, he was rebounding, he was creating for teammates, he was playing solid defense most of the time. He's not just here to score, but when he's shooting so inefficiently, it does affect the Thunder's offense. And as you see um, in that Monday night game against Dallas, they lost. Yeah. 
tonight was a little bit of a better return to form for him just uh, from an efficiency standpoint. So from that point, it was good to see. And then, like I said, those two possessions defensively where he absolutely erased Colin Sexton layups, uh, that's what you want. When you think of Shea Gillis Alexander as the face of your franchise, you don't just think of it as a scorer, as a rebounder, as a distributor. You also think of him on the other end of the floor. And those those plays, in my opinion, highlight just the potential that he has. No, for sure. I think that Shea, he had a pretty well-rounded game tonight. I thought that was so good for him just because, yeah, obviously the past few showings, they haven't been exactly what Thunder fans have seen at the beginning of the season. And I think a lot of people have high expectations for this guy right now. And so it's kind of good to see that he's getting back to uh, just the swing of things and playing really good basketball. Obviously, I'm going to be the basic girl here, and I'm going to go with Dennis Schroeder as my player of the game. Mm. Uh, just because, yeah, a lot of what Brady was saying about how well he played tonight, how he really was clutch in situations that could have potentially you know cost them this game but you know Dennis Schroeder he was the one that was there fighting until the end he was the one who was really uh, just performing at a high level all throughout the time that he was on the floor uh, I do I kind of want to like talk about his technical foul here for a second just oh, because yes. it was interesting it was so it what was so we- weird what a weird situation very weird and I still am kind of like scratching my head about it because it was just such like a what it moment? was a soft soft it call. was it was just bad and you know what Dennis Schroeder I thought he handled it a lot better than like maybe people would think he would but uh yeah that was just kind of a weird thing and la- I don't know I didn't know that technical fouls could be given out to people who just ran down the court and had the goal. Yeah, so like if if you weren't able to watch the play, it was a little about three or four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Dennis Schroeder gets around Colin Sexton, and like Chris Paul does this, Russell Westbrook used to do this all the time. As soon as he gets around his defender, he'll slow dribble because the momentum of the defender that's now behind you is still going forward, and it's always an easy foul call. Yeah. Colin Sexton did exactly what Dennis Schroeder thought he was going to do. He ran right into Dennis and knocked him to the floor. And then the officials called a foul on Dennis. And then Dennis just immediately pops up and runs to the opposite end of the floor, <laughs> basically getting on the, you know, getting ready for defense. Now he's upset. He's kind of running off of adrenaline and just being pissed off, let's just say. And goes, you know, goes to the other end of the goal and just kind of stretches out up against it. And then he gets called for a tech. Now, Billy Donovan then challenged the play because, like I said, it was a soft call that shouldn't have been called in the first place. It should have been a foul on Colin Sexton. The play was overturned and called correctly, foul on Colin Sexton. Yeah. But the technical foul that resulted from Dennis Schroeder being incorrectly called for a foul still stands. What was going on? Like, what kind of universe does that make any kind of sense? But, I mean... You know what? Good for Dennis. Like, go ahead, get mad. I'd get mad in that situation too. And obviously, he's. I'd be mad online. (laughs) We're gonna be mad on Twitter about it. So that's just as good. But yeah, Dennis Schroeder, he's gonna be my player of the game. Matt Burden, I don't know if you have anybody different. Uh, Not. It wasn't like the best like roster showing from this team tonight, but. I mean, by all means, if, did you see anyone? If Burton is worth his stock, he's going to tell me why it's Lou Dort. <laughs> because, hey, hey, Terrence Ferguson did come back today. He he made his first, well, not start, not but he start. returned for the first time after no, missing eight not. games. He did not start Lou Dort. So, Burton, please tell me why it's Lou Dort. Um, I will not tell you why, why it's Lou Dort. <laughs> I will also uh, be basic and choose uh, Dennis Schroeder. Because, I mean, this guy, the guy just made plays all night long. Just completely made plays um, and was clutch at the end. And... Uh, guys, again, uh, text text from my dad. Um, yes, this Mr. recurring Burton. this recurring segment. Yeah, this is uh, a great segment. <laughs> this recurring segment. Uh, him and his dad, uh, they they live together in Norman. Um, they were both high school basketball coaches for a long time. Um, when that play happened, where Dennis got foul, got called for the offensive foul after being run into from behind. 
Uh, they both said they've never seen anything like that before. And that's <laughs> years and years of watching basketball. Um, so, yeah, no, it was a first. It was a first for me to see that. Yeah, shout out Papa Burton. We always appreciate you chiming in with your <laughs> lovely, lovely son. Also, I want to read this off real quick. So, please, um, please do. Yeah, so Billy Donovan, he is currently having his media availability post game, and Royce Young just tweeted out that Billy said this on Schroeder's technical. He was told that it was only for Schroeder running to the other end of the floor, not for saying something or gesturing. He said that it was told it was a quote unquote code of sportsmanship call. What, what the hell does that mean? What? That's so weak. That's so weak. It, the, what? The, okay, those officials, first of all, soft because <laughs> they, they just, they're just standing pat. Like, they knew they called the wrong call, and then they didn't really like the way Dennis Schroeder acted. That's soft. That's so weak. I mean, what now, did of you course, expect? It didn't matter. The Thunder won the game. Yeah, it did. They did. But that, come, the, come on. Don't make yeah. me cuss on the radio. I want to keep my Burton, job. get that dumb button ready. <laughs> Hovering. We're fired up. Nah, no, was, that was weird. No, it's um, this was this was an odd game, Madison. Not just because the Thunder refused to close out on the perimeter. Not just because the Thunder could have lost a home game to one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. But because there was a lot and lot of trade talk, and we're going to get into that into the next segment because, like we said, the Thunder beat a team that they were supposed to beat. What else can we really talk about? Do you want to? Do you really want to hear advanced on-off numbers with Darius <laughs> Baisley? I mean, if you want to, go ahead and tweet Madison Morris, and uh, she'll she will do her best to let you know. I would love to. But everyone's pretty much preoccupied right now with what's going to happen with. Oklahoma City, as the trade deadline looms, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, I believe, is the deadline time. Um, for those who don't have a Twitter account or just don't really care that much but are interested in what I'm talking about, so Andre Iguodala, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, technically, prior to this trade happening, um, hasn't played all year because he doesn't. He's, he's being what a lot of people thought Chris Paul could have potentially been. He has since been traded a few hours ago to the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat are now in a win-now mode with that with that trade. Oh, yes. And there have been a lot of talk and a lot of chatter about Oklahoma City and Miami being connected with Danilo Gallinari being the player mentioned. Now, it's just been a whole bunch of back and forth. It's been a whole bunch of people sending in, like, um, trade deals via the, tra- the trade machine. It basically, you know, it really, it's just made my head hurt. <laughs> My head's going to explode because we're, you know, we're sitting here at Flint Restaurant, you know, having a good time. Say hi to Kevin, the bartender. He takes good care of us. He'll take, he'll take good care of you. We're trying to watch the game because we have to talk about it. But all this nonsense is going on. Please, Woj, the next time you want to do this, wait until the Thunder are done playing. Seriously, though, it's just such a distraction. And I feel like tomorrow around like three o'clock, I guarantee you, tomorrow at like noon from three o'clock, it's going to be a madhouse, and our watches are going to be pinging like crazy. Good thing I'm going to be at my other job, so that'll be fun. But yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be a good time, Brady. Yes, yes, it will. I think I just got a quote from Billy Donovan as to why uh, Lou Dort got the start over Terrence Ferguson. Now, over the last two days, Billy has basically been really noncommittal about Terrence Ferguson, whether he was going to start or not. But if you followed this franchise over the last five, six, seven years, when consistent starters miss time, whether it be to injury and in this case personal reasons, when they come back, they they typically always get their starting role right back, no matter how their backup performed. Now, Lou Dort really exceeded expectations in those games that he played and started 
over Ter- or for Terrence Ferguson. But um, this is from Joe Masato uh, of the Oklahoma. Billy Donovan said he went with Lou Dort over Terrence Ferguson because it was the best. It was best for the team. Donovan said that he and Ferguson had a conversation about it. Well, I mean, I, I mean, is it going to be the best for the team on Friday night against the Detroit Pistons? Who knows? I, I mean, you ask Thunder fans, and they'll say it's the best moving forward. But that's that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But you know what? We've got you for the next 45 minutes. I can't count. I'm not here to count for you. I'm just here to talk <laughs> basketball. So uh, Madison Morris is here. Matt Burton's back in studio taking care of us. And then Flint Restaurant is taking care of us beneath Cold Cord Hotel in downtown Oklahoma City, uh, where it's now a jam-packed house almost. Everybody's having a good time. So come say hi. Come get some food. Come get some drinks. And always be safe. But once again, the Thunder defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cavaliers 109 to 103. Was it 103 or 106? 109 to 103. 109 to 103. When we get back, we're going to talk about the trade madness. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Well, I heard you cry loud. I feel like I should be in skinny jeans and vans right now. Green Day. Back when they were cool. Whatever. Uh, turned into a blue day. Oh. I don't know. That's a bummer right well, there. Well, it's a snow day. It is a snow day. Like, nobody, nobody went to school. No one's going to school tomorrow. No one went so, to work, really, which either. Is pro- which is probably why the bar here at Flint is pretty lit. It's popping and hopping. I know. Out. It's like, no school tomorrow. Let's have some fun. The Thunder won. But will Danil Gallinari stay? Dang it, Brady. No, 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 no. You are listening to the First Take Thunder postgame show here on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. Oklahoma City defeats Cleveland 109-103. to I am Brady Trantham with Miss Madison Morris and Matt Burton back in studio. We talked about that game and how boring it was and how the Thunder could have potentially thrown it. There's a lot of other stuff going on. There's a lot of other stuff going on, even while we sit here at Flint Restaurant beneath the Cold Cord Hotel in downtown Oklahoma City, where the uh, drinks are pouring and the food smells awesome. And it's warm. Fresh out of this thunder wind, everybody's here to celebrate. And it's warm in here. So everybody, everybody come say hi. Well, to loyal listeners of the First Take Post Game Show or the OKC82 podcast, which you and I are doing right now as we it speak. It is doubling. Which you should all subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that nonsense. It's free. Why not? Um, to loyal listeners to those shows, I'm a Miami Heat fan. I grew up a Miami Heat fan. Yes, you did. And I am here to tell you, Mr. Burton, I am here to tell you... But the Miami oh my Heat gosh. have secured their 2019-20 Matt, no, you did not. NBA championship. They got Iggy. Jeez they signed Louise. old man Iggy to a two-year no extension. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look out, Pascal Siakam. You've got nothing on the Heat. <laughs> Boston, nope. Philly Brady is so excited right now. Your best player can't even shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Miami Heat are going to win the title this year. They got Iggy, but that does segue us into all the other nonsense that's kind of accrued around that trade because we've got a few mysteries going out there. Got a few mysteries. What's going to happen to Danilo Gallinari? Madison? 
Um, what's going on right now? Just just paint it for the listeners. What's going on at this point? All right. So right now there is a lot of trade talk going on. Um, obviously there has been some trades that have already been made, and I think right now Thunder fans are absolutely beside themselves because they think that Zanilla Gallinari is going to be part of this. I cannot confirm or deny that this is true, but. Um, I wouldn't be totally shocked if you heard something about Danilo sometime tomorrow. Maybe the Thunder fans just saw him play in a Thunder jersey for the last time. Maybe they didn't. So right now, I think Danilo Gallinari is the big hot topic here in Oklahoma City because will he stay? Will he go? Who knows? And this is such a perfect theme song for this right now because I, I don't know, guys. I like I We don't have any concrete details, but... Yeah, Danilo Gallinari right now, he is a little bit of a hot topic just because he may be traded. He may leave Oklahoma City, and I'm personally going to be very upset if he does because I think he's been the best shooter for this team so far, and yeah, goodbye. I haven't, sucks. I haven't been a hot topic in years, Madison. Uh, neither have I, Brady, so <laughs> join the club. No, um, so for those out there that are like, well, how does Danilo Gallinari connect to Miami? What, well, what does Miami getting Andre Iguodala do? So the Heat kind of have a similar roster like Oklahoma City, they've got a good, you know, good amount of older vets and a really promising young core. They're a little bit further along with their team overall, which is why they're a little bit more successful in the win-loss record. And they are definitely, before the Iggy trade goes down, they were a team that if they made the Eastern Conference Finals, it wasn't really going to surprise that many people that have been paying attention. But getting Andre Iguodala is a win-now move. The rumor is, or the chatter is, is Pat Riley is in win-now mode, so you get a Danilo Gallinari who's on an expiring deal. He's basically a rental now. Could Miami potentially re-sign him if they are able to trade for him? Of course, because Miami is a desirable destination, and they seem to be a promising team over the next at least two years. Um, a lot of things have to happen. If you all remember, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, City, Oklahoma City has a few draft picks from Miami. Now, they are first-round protected. If Miami wants to deal anything with Oklahoma City, and I'm going to assume that if Oklahoma City and Sam Presti want to do a deal involving Danilo Gallinari to the Miami Heat, they're not just going to get a few expiring vets. Presti's going to want something. Yeah. Because he could he could just as well say, you know what, I, I want to see, see this team through just like everybody else here. Like, I'm fine if Danilo Gallinari just stays and his deal expires, and, and that's, that's how it ends. So, okay, give me an expiring deal. Okay, also take away the protection on that first round pick that we got from you. It's pr- protected up to the um, through pick 23, which is very good considering that the Heat are actually kind of good. And then maybe a promising young rookie prospect or a young player like a Kendrick Nunn or a Tyler Hero, somebody like that. Now, are the Miami Heat going to do that? Probably not. But if Pat Riley is truly in win-now mode, and this is a franchise, and I'm speaking as a Heat fan, they rarely, over the last 10 to 15 years, basically since Pat Riley's been running the, the show, they don't care about long-term mm-hmm. success. They're not like Sam Presti where they're building for the future constantly. Right, yeah. They are always a win-now team. They're always trying to attract vets, all-stars to come win in the short term. If they truly want to do that, they will, if they have to, they will trade a young player like a Tyler Hero yeah. for Danilo Gallinari if they truly want him. But at the end of the day, it's up to what Pat Riley wants and what Sam Presti's willing to give up. Yeah, no, I was kind of laughing about this with Brady beforehand just because Tyler Hero, he is a 20-year-old making millions of dollars living in South Beach playing basketball right now. He's traded to Oklahoma City where there is snow currently on the ground, and I don't know if Greystone is that popping on the weekends anymore. 
I don't know how he's going to take that. But honestly, Brady, I'm going to let you and Matt just kind of take the reins on this whole uh, Miami and the trade talks because I'm not exactly as versed on this as you guys are. But, uh, yeah, I don't well, know much about Miami. Don't, <laughs> yeah, not the biggest Heat fan over here. Well, do you want to go to South Beach, Madison? I mean, I've never been to Miami. Meyer, I've been Meyer, to Florida a few Myers times. Leonard is there. Oh, shoot. Everybody buckle up. Unless he gets dealt to Memphis. Yuck. Myers Leonard. Biggest Grizzlies fan you'll ever meet right here. Matt, um, the plot thickens. It seemed like every five minutes we were getting reports of so-and-so is being taken off the floor right now. Uh, Dion Waiters is not in, in the warm-up line anymore. And usually, and Madison actually has firsthand experience to this. Uh, go ahead and tell your Kyle Korver story. Before oh, my gosh. It's, it's legit my favorite story. Matt, you're going to love this. I don't know if I've ever told you this. So, um... It was last season, and Kyle Korver, he was still part of the Cavaliers. Yes. And so they, the Cavaliers were here in town to face the Thunder. They were here in Chesapeake, and Kyle Korver walks out of the tunnel to come do his pregame warm-ups. And I don't even think he had been handed a basketball yet. He was still putting the headphones in his ears. And a guy walks up to him, someone part of the Cavs organization, obviously, walks up to him, kind of puts his hand on his shoulder, whispers in his ear for a little bit. And all of a sudden, the two of them just kind of walk off back into the tunnel, and Kyle Korver is gone. Five minutes later, probably not even five minutes later, the Woj bomb drops, and Kyle Korver has been traded to the Utah Jazz. And so that is my firsthand experience, <laughs> like, legit witnessing a trade happen in person. I don't think Kyle Korver had any kind of idea when he was coming out to warm up for a game for the Cavaliers, and then someone had to come tell him, hey, man, you just got traded. Like yeah, we got to, we got to get you out of here. He was dragged <laughs> off the floor by the Cavaliers' men in black, kicking and screaming. I don't know, please. I don't like you, Madison. Oh. It sounds like you missed an opportunity to scoop Woj. <laughs> no, I really should have. The I next time like you see I... somebody dragged away off the floor against their will, they've been traded. Well, even if it's a like... fan, even if it's an unruly fan, they have yeah, been traded. That's true. I was just thinking maybe he forgot uh, to put on. Maybe he was wearing the wrong warm-up shorts or something, and they were like, "Hey, bro, you're wearing the like the wrong stuff. Like, we got to take you back." So that's just what I was thinking. I didn't think anything of it. I was sitting there with Travis Singleton. He is the uh, sneaker reporter. Shout out, Travis. Shout out, Travis. He is awesome. If you don't follow him, but the two of us were sitting there witnessing this and he looks over at me and he was like oh i guess corver's gotta go and then not even five minutes later you guys that woge bomb dropped and so that was kind of cool that's awesome <laughs> i mean matt have we missed anything any of the ins and outs the names the cast of characters i mean oh, no. i don't even want to go through a list because it's just a whole bunch of different reporters uh, reporters that i trust but it's just a whole bunch of different names a lot of inconsistency surrounding this potential trade between oklahoma city and miami um, so I don't really want to just go through a list, but is there anything big that we've missed? Um, no, I wouldn't say there's anything big that you missed. The if if I'm Sam Presti and the Miami Heat are calling about Danilo Gallinari. Hey. Oh wow! This is yes, what I'm, I'm playing this on repeat <laughs> in the background, saying, uh, "Yeah, Tyler Hero or no deal. Sorry, we don't have to trade Danilo Gallinari." Um, we could do this as a service to you if you give us yeah. Tyler Hero. Um, this and this is this is a perfect time, it, and everyone says it all the time. This is a perfect opportunity for the Thunder. They do not have to trade anybody. They are not a tanking Absolutely team. Not. They are not a tanking team. They don't need to trade anybody. That's why if you're Sam Presti, Pat Riley calls you up, says, "Hey, we want Danilo Gallinari." All right, Tyler Hero or no deal. Simple as that. Simple as yeah. that. Simple. It's just like what he did, um, apparently, with the Lakers earlier for Dennis. Like, hey, we're going to get the most that we can 
or we're not going to get anything. If you're that's stupid fine. enough to say yes, then by all means, take them. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. That, that's, ex- that's exactly the uh, mentality and the philosophy that Sam Presti has probably had this entire season and probably needs moving forward because, like you said, Matt, like the Thunder don't need to trade anybody. Now, I know a lot of people went into the season thinking, okay, they need to tank, they need to get up in the draft. That's not going to happen. They're going to make the playoffs regardless of the, if they trade everybody except for Chris Paul and Jay Gillis-Alexander. They are comfortably at the seventh spot. It could vary. They're closer to the fifth or the fourth spot than they are lo- missing the playoffs. So that doesn't paint the picture for you. The Thunder don't need to trade anybody. And it's still good for the long term, of course, um, teaching your young guys like SGA, Hamadou Diallo, Lou Dort, let's throw his name in there now. Um, Lou te- Teaching those young guys how to win meaningful games, um, getting into the postseason, that's going to pay dividends down the road when the Thunder eventually re- revolve back into where they want to be as a playoff contender, uh, uh, championship contender. So you don't need to trade anybody. But if you're going to, you don't just take expiring deals and, right, a, and yeah. a bad late first-round pick. You, you ask for everything. So I know there are some... You know, big time basketball fans out there that might be going Brady, like the Heat are not going to trade Tyler Hero. <laughs> I I know. That's all I'm saying is that's what Presty needs to be asking for. But I'm saying if you're trying if you're trying to win now, if you are truly in a win now mode, who helps you win now more? Danilo Gallinari or Tyler Hero? Well, Danilo Gallinari. Okay. That's that's Actually, what that's what I would say to Pat Riley. If you want to win now, who helps you win now more? And if he doesn't want to do it, then that's fine. We'll I'm gonna, take our chances in the offseason with Gallinari and try to do a sign-in trade or extend him. I'm going to do the silly radio thing and not text you this because it's it's popping up all over Twitter. It's Everything is so fluid right now. But, uh, Matt, if you want to, go ahead and screen this uh, Danilo Gallinari response. Uh, Derek, Our very own Derek Parker, who's in the locker room with our also our very own Ryan Chapman, Um Gallinari is basically asked about the trade rumors surrounding him tonight in the locker room. If you can find that video, go ahead and play it whenever you're ready. I believe I, believe oh, I Madison. have it. Yes, I believe Ma- I have it right now. Madison I slid is in clutch. those DMs for you, Matt. Ayo. Madison is clutch. She must, she must play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no, it's... This is... Like, this time of the, of the year, it's so much fun, Madison, but my goodness, does it make me tired. But hey, everybody, like like we've all said, it's a snow day tomorrow, too. It seems like every school district is closing down, so I hope you're going to stay up late and enjoy because this news is going to just be trickling out every hour, every minute. It's going to be a long time. I mean, even last night, that big 14 deal went off of around, what, midnight, midnight yeah. 30? Yeah. These things always happen. They don't care about your sleep. Uh, no, Woj never sleeps. I think he hires people to tweet for him so he can sleep, and it's ridiculous. But, it's the, yeah. It's the Borg. It's like we are Borg or no, whatever. No, for real. Honestly, Star Thunder Trek fans thing. and NBA fans all over, just be on your toes tomorrow. I think a lot is going to go down. There's no telling when it's going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a big day, especially if you are wanting to see Danilo Gallinari stay here uh, in Oklahoma City there's no telling I mean honestly it could happen at any second and I <laughs> I got like my hopes up honestly because not I don't want to say my hopes up but I kind of got really excited throughout the game because people started to tweet like oh my gosh what if Gallo doesn't come out of the locker room at halftime like what's going to happen is this going to be like a big a big people thing? kept sending in like screenshots of him yes. on the floor like oh, I see him he's, he's here. here he's still there <laughs> like he still exists it's Bigfoot honestly I think tomorrow is going to be so pandemonium Brady I cannot wait I love the pandemonium of the NBA and that's why we work within Ooh. it and really quick before we get the, to the Gallinari uh, video clip, which hopefully Mr. Burton, he doesn't say any Italian obscenities um, so we can play the audio all the way through. 
for those keeping track in the Western Conference, the Memphis Grizzlies did defeat Dallas earlier today, 121 to 107. We'll get around the association in the next segment, but they are now 31 and 19. The Thunder with the win tonight are 31 and 20. Uh oh. Uh oh. Does that sound like a six seed to me? Uh oh. It's it gonna be does. Fun. Uh, Mr. Burton, go ahead and play us some Danilo Gallinari's voice because it might be the last time we hear from him. Speculation. My, my parents told me a great thing when I was a little kid to not read newspapers or follow the media. So uh, I really don't follow any any kind of stuff, especially game day. I'm you know focused on the game. What? Gallinari <laughs> hates us all. He doesn't listen to the franchise. I don't listen to radio. I don't read the Oklahoma, and I don't like newspapers. Oh well, shoot. The follow-up okay. question is like, do you read anything? <laughs> he obviously reads Twitter. He obviously follows Madison on Twitter. Why else would he wear turtlenecks all the time? Heck yeah. Is he wearing a turtleneck? I didn't even see Not that. Not tonight. What? I am disappointed. He didn't get the memo. They wore turtlenecks. Literally all of them would wear turtlenecks when it was maybe, I don't know, 50, like high 40s outside. There's snow on the ground and it's actually freezing and none of them wore turtlenecks when I wore mine. Think about your necks, man. That's you guys are so athletes. You need to be selfish. Need Dang. To cover everything up. I'm disappointed. Valuable, valuable athleticness it's could fine. potentially be ruined because you don't wear a turtleneck. My goodness. Whew. Well, you know what? We've got a jam-packed, absolute jam-packed third segment coming your way. We've got around the association with Matt Burton. We've got Stat Cats. Man, I totally forgot after talking about all those trades that the Thunder played tonight. I thought we were just randomly on the radio. I thought Flint just let us walk in. Like, yeah, sure, come have some good food, have some good drinks, and uh, talk about basketball. Yep. Nope, nope. The Thunder Thunder played a game. They defeated Cleveland 109-103. We'll go a little bit over that, of course, with those next segments. But you are listening to 107.7 The Franchise in Oklahoma City, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Woo! Got a nice young lady over here with some dancing skills. She just made hey, me look, she made up, me, girl? She made, me look like, she made me look like a trash can. Uh-oh. I was feeling the beat a little bit. What moves were you pulling out? I, I don't even know. He's they, right here? I don't know if they could be called moves. I was biting my under lip. Oh, that's not was, a move. Was, was, don't do that. Was the, do not do that, everybody out there. Oh, she is showing you up wow. right now. Like, get out awesome. of here, Brady. That girl, is... Come take this headset from him. Like, we need someone different on here. Well, like, Madison, Mass Morris, of course, my uh, co-host tonight on the Thunder First Take Posting Show, where the Oklahoma City Thunder defeat Cleveland Cavaliers 109-103. to 103. I'm Brady Trantham, Matt Burton, back in the studio. Madison Morris, you are a former dancer yourself. I am. You were the captain Once of the Pop Squad at, what was the school called? Brady. Oh, yes. Oklahoma the State, State, the State University. Of, the State of Oklahoma University. Go Pokes. They got their first Big 12 win tonight. Pokes Shout go out. indeed. Like, <laughs> what do you think? Does she have a future? Could She, she does. That? Big time future over here. But what if she's an OU fan? What if that's I mean, an OU fan? That's fine. You can carry it over there, too. Okay, You good. can still dance. Good. Go, good. To, go to OSU, but it's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Or it's Tulsa, because you're, also, you're, also listening, you? you're also listening to the show on 107.9, the franchise in Tulsa. Shout so, out Tulsa. Yeah, Golden Hurricane, probably the best basketball team college-wise in the state. Rain Kane. Oh, boy. Yes, we are here live, Flint Restaurant beneath the Cold Court Hotel, downtown Oklahoma City. It's cold outside, but it's warm in here. So yes, where would you want to be? Here in Flint. Why you're, not? You're either driving home from the game, or you're looking for a place to eat, get some drinks. 
and be safe, of course. So come to Flint, say hi to us, and have a good time. Um, but, Mr. Bird, we've got limited time, so we're going to let you go ahead and take over for the Around the Association. Let's go around the association for an NBA scoreboard update. Brought to you by Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver. All right. Oh, wait, 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 We got to talk. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got yep, to hijack yep, this. Yep, Hang yep, on. Yep. We're going to hijack. Okay, this is per Adrian Wojnarowski. Miami, Memphis, and Oklahoma City are working on an elaborate three-team deal that would land the Heat both. Andre Iguodala and Danilo Gallinari talks are ongoing and could extend into Thursday. Sources. You know what, Woj? We just knew Woj. that. Woj! We I just I, finished I, that I, whole segment. I guess this might confirm that something is going to happen. But oh, my goodness, we, we knew Get that. It, girl. We knew this, Woj. You cut into the Around the Association segment with Matt Burton. How dare you? Just kidding. Never, Go ahead, Woj. I will never Go ahead, forgive. Burton. I'll never forgive, Woj. No, you shouldn't. Steal my shine like that. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of shine, the Suns traveled to uh, Detroit tonight to take on the Pistons and came up short. Detroit Pistons get a home win against the Suns, 116-108. to Kelly Oubre led the Suns in scoring with 30. And Brady Trantham's least favorite player, Andre Drummond, had 31 points, 19, <laughs> and 19 rebounds tonight. Oh, he's coming to he's coming to Oklahoma City Friday night though. I probably won't be here. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Good. I'm sure you wouldn't because you would hate to watch Andre Drummond in person. Um, the Raptors, the Raptors win a close one tonight at home against the Indiana Pacers, one nineteen to one hundred eight. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon led the way for the Pacers with twenty four, and Kyle Lowry and Sergi Ibaka both over thirty points tonight. Who was wearing a blanket tonight, by the way? Did everyone see that? Did you see that picture, Matt? <laughs> I did not, no. <laughs> he was wearing, okay, he had a scarf on. It wasn't a scarf. It was it, not a scarf. It, it was, was a curtain. A, it was a damn drape. <laughs> now, I am fully aware that if the car broke down, we would no longer be laughing at Serge Ibaka because he'd be like, hey, the joke's on you. You laughed at me the whole time, and look, I got a blanket. <laughs> Enjoy freezing while AAA shows up. I don't know if you saw the clip that was going around of OG Ananobi. Uh, his teammate on the Raptors saying that he taught him he taught Serge fashion and how to use oh, scarves. Oh, OG! So no, no, this no, no, no. so this might be kind of a clapback at OG for that. That wouldn't surprise me. Interesting. Eh. Uh, that's a young gun right Gosh, there. Tonight's weird. <laughs> Anyways, the Boston Celtics hosted the Orlando Magic tonight and got a win at home at the Garden, one sixteen to one hundred. Uh, First time All-Star, Jason Tatum, ended up with 33 tonight uh, for the Celtics. And this computer's terrible. And Evan Fournier led the way with 26 for the Magic. Interesting. That is, I literally have nothing to say about that. I'm not going to lie. That wasn't interesting. That didn't interest me at all. That's fine. Uh, it, should this not one, interest the, it shouldn't interest the listeners either. This one won't be interesting either because the Brooklyn Nets just absolutely dominated the Warriors tonight, 129-88. to Are we shocked? And moving right Are along. we shocked? Do the Wolves have anybody left? I guess they do. They played. <laughs> the, the Wolves hosted the Hawks tonight and lost at home. The uh, woes for the Minnesota Timberwolves continue as the Hawks. Get a win to move to fourteen and thirty-eight. 
Guys, that's a big time woe right there. Like these Timberwolves are so dismal right they're now. So, they're I so timbery. I just want to help them somehow, some way, because they have some talent on that team, but they cannot pull it together. And what is it? Ryan Saunders' second season as head coach. Like he needs to get something going for this team because they are just plummeting, and it's such a shame. Someone set up a GoFundMe for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They need some help on it. And uh, Trey Young, by the way, thirty-eight points, eleven assists tonight. Look out. Hashtag Sooners on Good. Twitter. Hashtag Sooners, yes. That's your Sooners update. The Dallas Mavericks, as you guys mentioned earlier, uh, lost to the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 121-107. to 107, Moving what? right along. Guys, weird things are happening around the association tonight. And apparently, Woj, because I have subscribed to his tweets so where they get sent straight to my phone, because I, hey, be, I will not be duped by these fake Woj accounts. You're not oh, getting no, me. No, no, no. Don't. You're not I getting me. That. I'm a professional here. I, I learned that long ago back in the blog boy days. <laughs> but apparently, Chris Tabs Porzingis might have broken his nose tonight. I after saw he took an that. elbow from Josh Jackson. Oh, no. That's a disappointment. Everybody's wearing masks now. Nerlens Noel likes it. Honestly, Chris Tabs Porzingis, he could use a new nose, so that's fine. <laughs> this is a quote from Dennis Schroeder after the uh, Thunder defeat the, Caval- the Cavaliers, excuse me, 109 to 103 tonight. Um, he was asked about the trade rumors, and he said, quote, Sam Presti is probably the best GM I've ever seen. Hey. He's an honest person. When it happens, it's probably for the business. Dennis Schroeder said that in a flashy, robotic-looking silver jacket <laughs> and an orange, very comfy-looking blanket hoodie. It's called fashion, Brady. I love Brady. that. Well, I mean, you gotta just you got to paint a picture for the listeners. That's the yeah. whole point. It's called fashion. It's all about taking chances. Good for Dennis. Yeah. It's called, I mean, Serge Ibaka is wearing a decoration. He is wearing a straight up curtain. That is home decor, Serge. <laughs> With maybe, 40 Maybe seconds. it was in the closet. Maybe it was in the closet. He couldn't use it, but he really wanted to use it. And he's like, oh, I'll just turn it into fashion. I like it. Uh, with 40 seconds left in the fourth quarter, uh, the Utah Jazz are hosting the Denver Nuggets tonight. And the Nuggets are on top 96 95. This one looks like it's come down to the wire. Nikola, Nikola Jokic, uh, 30 points, 21 rebounds, and 9 assists tonight. Um, I love Nikola Jokic. Who doesn't? Me too, big time Joker fan. You know who doesn't like him? Jerry. Jerry Ramsey. Jerry of Ramsey course. calls him the chubby Euro, yeah. and it gets me like right in my gut every time because I feel like an emotional attachment to it. Jerry Ramsey body shames people from Europe. <laughs> you hate to see it. Only es- Europeans. Especially so. in 2020. This is Come 2020. On, Come on now. And then Come last on. one, last one on the night. The Miami Heat are currently up three points in LA against the Clippers, 58-55. Nice. Thank you, Mr. Burton. Thank you, Matt. Thank Sorry, you we had to cut it. Sorry, it. yeah, job. it's fine. It's not your fault. It's Woj's. It, it is Woj's. He he doesn't care about the Thunder First Take post game show with Madison Morris, Brady Trantham, and Matt Burton at Flint Restaurant beneath Colt Court Hotel in downtown Oklahoma City. He doesn't care about us. No, he, he, he does really shouldn't. The it's thund- fine. He's the, important. The Thunder defeat Cleveland 109-103. Let's go ahead and get over this this last segment with the sound bite that nobody likes. Three, two, one. What's new, Pussycat? What's new, Pussycat? Well, Madison, my stat is going to be something I already mentioned at the top of the show. Give it to me. At one point, 
the Cavaliers in about the midpoint of the third quarter. They had been shooting 12-24 of the game, from the game, from the three-point line. From that point on, they finished 3 of 16. The Thunder put the clamps down on defense, probably because they actually cared. Uh, maybe because they got their feet back under them because they did have four days off. They did have two days of practice, of course, but four days off is four days off. You're going to be yeah. a little rusty. It's going to take some time, no matter who you're playing, whether it be the L.A. Lakers or the bottom of the NBA with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So uh, good job on the perimeter defense, Oklahoma City Thunder. But my goodness, does anybody care about the game right now? No, they don't. And honestly, my stat cat is equally as kind of like, eh, because it sounded a lot better towards the beginning of the game because it made more sense. And at halftime, it definitely made more sense. But then the Thunder kind of uh, shot that in the foot. But my stat cat is the fact that Cleveland turned the ball over 19 times compared to 12 times, which the Thunder turned it over. At halftime, I want to say that the Thunder only had like five turnovers and the Cavaliers had like 11 at the time so it sounded a little bit better than that Uh, but yeah I thought that the Thunder took a lot better care of the ball tonight that's probably why they were able to actually get that six point advantage there at the final buzzer but yeah Cleveland they just they had a lot of sloppy turnovers some big crucial ones came right there at the end Kevin Love had a really bad one Colin Sexton also had a very bad one and that that just kind of like sealed the win for the Thunder so honestly it kind of comes down to who can take who can take better care of the ball? My goodness, words are getting hard right well, now. I mean, it's a snow day. It's it hard is for a everybody. snow day, and yeah. Hopefully, everybody's driving safe out there. Drive safe out there, but yeah. Um, honestly, shout out to to the Oklahoma City Thunder for taking better care of the ball, and that's really just what it came down to tonight. Mr. Burton, any fancy numbers from you? No, but the Thunder were 80% from the free throw line. Free throws are important, people. There you go. Yeah, Stephen Adams hit two clutch free throws to help the Thunder win. Dennis Schroeder made everybody a little nervous by splitting two clutch free throws. Overall, 80% can get the job done. So, good job, Oklahoma City. And at this point, I guess I want to give a special shout-out to all the city crews that helped make the streets safe today in the metro Oklahoma City. I mean, Um, yeah, I have a little car, and that terrifies me when the weather gets like this in Oklahoma. Yes. Because, oh my goodness, I cannot drive in this. Yeah. So, shout-out to them. And as everybody knows, because I'm sure everybody's been weather-aware the last 24 hours, it's going to freeze. It's probably freezing right now. It certainly feels that way when we walked over from the arena, Madison. Um, it's going to freeze overnight, so everybody, please be safe as you're driving away from the arena and as you're going out to have some fun, maybe, on a snow day, on a snow night. I mean, what do we call that? when well, you know I mean, it's not- a Wednesday night. Let's get crazy, y'all. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Let's all get crazy, but have a good time and be safe. Uh, Mr. Burton, any final thoughts, whether it be from the game that no one's going to remember or the trade madness that will ensue over the next how many hours, 14 to 15 hours, until the trade deadline officially ends? Um, final thoughts, I would say Dennis Schroeder, sixth man of the year. Book it now. Um, and then I would also say there goes my hero. Oh, hey, calling my shot, calling my shot. I hope, I hope uh, that the Thunder do at the very least uh, get some get some of the protections off of their Miami picks if they don't get Tyler Hero. Well, I guess Madison. um, I guess at this point we at least know that Danilo Gallinari is probably not long for this Thunder world. Right. Any final thoughts on covering Danilo Gallinari for half a year? Honestly, that. He's a good guy. He was always polite. He was always a joy to talk to. He was a little bit... True professional. Yeah, true professional. Very... Uh, I'm going to miss his social media account. <laughs> oh, man, that is a Does corny, he, corny that account. That is a very dad account right there. Hopefully, and I, he sends a goodbye tweet that's really just as corny. Do. Does he get kicked out? And I hope it has, like, out? flashing images. Does he get Does kicked he get out of kick- the turtleneck gang? 
No, absolutely not. Well, if he's going okay, to good. Miami, he's not wearing a turtleneck. I mean, he's not ever going to wear one again, and that like completely breaks my heart. So I do want to give a shout-out to Danilo Gallinari right now for being an avid member of the Turtleneck Gang all season long and showing up when called upon, so good for him. Um... Yeah, good good stuff from Danilo. I thought he was exactly what this Thunder team needed this season. If if he does leave, that is going to be very devastating for me personally, just because I think that he is a very valuable asset here in Oklahoma City. But you know what? Wish him the best of luck. He was a great player while he was here, and we'll see what happens. Good win tonight for Oklahoma City, considering they snatched victory from the jaws of, of a lazy defeat. But I guess my parting words for tonight's trade madness would be, Presti, if you're going to move Danilo Gallinari, you better be asking and probably getting a Tyler Hero or a Kendrick Nunn. And hopefully that age is like wine and I'm right, but as these things turn out, half the time I'm wrong. We will see, but guess what? We the shall th- see. The Thunder do. I just got confirmation of the Thunder do practice tomorrow at around 12.30, 12.45. So by that point, we will know if Danilo Gallinari is on the floor, if he's there, where is he? I don't know. We will find out, but stay tuned with us here at 107.7 The Franchise, 1079 The Franchise in Tulsa. Uh, follow Madison on Twitter at M-A-D-Y-S-S-O-N Morris. Yes. Um, follow me on Twitter at Brady Does Sports. Matt underscore Burton. Um, I will be at practice tomorrow, so uh, stay tuned with all your Danilo Gallinari and your Oklahoma City Thunder trade updates in the next few hours. Please do so. And everybody, thank you so much. For listening to 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa, Thunder First Take Post Game Show. Thank you to Flint for taking good care of us, as you always do. Shout out to Kevin, the bartender. We love you so, so much.